taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you bartenders listen to. And this week, we're going to get lost in some arcs. And the news is on deck. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Manda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, everyone. Hey, what all you bartenders up? out there. That's right. <laughs> oh, you're shaking and you're mixing? You're stirring and you're mixing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pouring and you're mixing. 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 <laughs> I noticed a theme. You're, you're mixing and you're, you're mixing. <laughs> Oh, man, we're great bartenders. We're so good. We open up that bar. We're just going to nail it. We know all the terms. Great mixologists. That's right. I didn't expect to break all the bottles with a hammer. I thought I was supposed to nail it. That's my bad. (laughs) So that's the end of the show. All right, everyone. Um, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, y'all, we're going to start with the question this week. And it definitely has to do with video games. It really doesn't. So my question for you all this week is, what do you look for in shoes? Because I need to pick up a new pair. And I'm just wondering, like, what do you guys, do you guys, like, have a specific, like, feature that it needs to have? Brian, or what's going on? Oh, Brian, Brian, you're going to lose your, your control over the question if, if, if every week it becomes your shopping list. Maybe. <laughs> Brian, I am for this because I was having the same question this week. All right. Okay? Thank you. Listen, I, I'm trying to get, do some jogging uh-huh. in the park, and I get the shin splits, splints, get the shin splints, and I was like, what's wrong? It's been a long time. Turns out I'm very flat-footed, and I am, <laughs> I'm predisposed to uh, shin splints, which means I need special inseams or special shoes to like give myself the support that my genetics didn't. <laughs> uh, just just a minor point. You you do mean insoles and not inseams. Oh right, inseams are for your pants. Yeah, they're right. your pants. You, I'll take both. All right. Yeah. Hey, whatever helps. Yeah. I was trying to figure out I, for the life of me I couldn't figure out how inseams help your flat foot. I was just like you haven't tried these inseams. He wants some real snug pants. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I have I have flat foot, and I was just like, Aww. what does that have to do with inseams? <laughs> and you used to rock some skinny jeans, man. I remember. Oh, Listen, I, I still rock them when I can. Hell yeah. Uh, Did they help with your uh, flat feet? No, uh, they helped oh, me man. feel better as a human being because I've been wearing a lot of sweatpants lately. Uh, okay, understood. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> to answer your question, Brian, I okay. recently went shoe shopping, and I have, uh, in, g- in general, in the last few years, I've been trying to buy. Uh, I don't more like sustainable things. Okay. Like if I bear, buy a pair of shoes, I want it to last for as long as that pair of shoes can possibly last. The last few pairs of sneakers I've gotten have like you know they put them together with glue now, and the glue comes off, and then they kind of fall apart, or the the bottom of the the shoe wears out really fast. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna take my shoe off. Because I just bought these, and the Dwarf name of the company audience, is in the shoe. She just took her shoe off. Yeah, I just took my shoe off. <laughs> uh, it, it, this is this is this is not an ad, but uh, the name of the company is Incas. Okay. And I, and I and I googled them, and they make sustainable shoes, and then they're based in um, South America, so they're not like made overseas in, in sweatshop. Uh-huh. 
um, the, the and they're really nice. They're 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 mostly leather and they're they're made for for, for the jogging and they've they've lasted. I mean, I, I've only had them a few months, but they they have very little wear and tear. I really I really like them so far. I would definitely buy another pair How of shoes. How long were your shoes company. lasting beforehand? Like what what's the goal you're trying to get these shoes across? A I'm year, not, two years? I'm not a snazzy shoe person. Okay. So like some people are like, oh man, they're looking a little worn, I gotta get rid of them. No, like when I can feel the ground through the bottom of my shoe, I will still wear them mm-hmm. until it has a hole mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the rocks are actually in my shoe. And then I may still wear them if I really like them. <laughs> um, so like it's like a couple years it takes to get to that point for you? It depends on what I'm using the shoes for. Okay. Okay. Um, so, like, if they're like a pair of dress shoes, like, no, they're they're gonna last forever. Because, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not running through the mud in them. Um, <laughs> You're not doing it right. But like, if I buy a pair of shoes for like construction projects or something, they're not gonna last as long. Okay. The last pair of jogging sneakers I bought last about um, two years, but they had the thing where the the okay. sole came off. All right. But these are nice enough that if they started to fall apart, I'd probably get a cobbler to fix them, which is kind of like a all right, a little shoe, bit of difference. I'm looking at you. You have to do better than two years. Yeah. Yeah. This all one. Right. And, and, you, you've made you know, an investment. You know how I know it's good? Because a, a lot of jogging shoes have like round laces and it drives me insane because they yeah. just constantly come untied. Mm-hmm. And you can't see this audience because this is a podcast, but this is flat <laughs> woven laces. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. they, they know so what they're nice. doing. They know what they're it doing. I'm going to put my shoe back on. Some good looking Talk laces. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I, um. I much like Manda, I have the same issue. I, I, for as long as I can remember from like way back when, when I was a teenager, I would buy two or three pairs of the same exact pair of sneakers. Uh-huh. And I would have that same pair of sneakers for like two or three years usually. And I was, I'm a really big fan of flat foot, sh- flat soled shoes because I have flat feet. And, um, oh my I, gosh, are, yeah. you're also... Oh, Am I the only one who doesn't have flat I don't, I don't have, have, I don't okay. have okay. them anymore. <laughs> Ever since breaking my foot, I cannot wear flat foot shoes anymore. Oh. Yeah, I have to have special, special oh. insoles on them because I, I need an arch support on the one foot that I broke. Oh, mm. so you broke your foot and it got it, better? It got No, it got worse as far oh, as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I can't wear any of my favorite sneakers anymore. What if you broke your say. other foot and then you had I, okay, perfect arches okay. in both feet? I don't think it's a bad idea, okay. essentially, because when you break your feet then like and the bones, they like when they fuse back together, they're actually more powerful than they were before. And they're more awesome. Oh, and they're just, yeah. there's a lot of time where you can't walk. I want to interject for a second and say it is a bad idea because right. we live in yeah. America and the healthcare system is terrible. I'd like Taste how you dragons. think that that's the only reason that's a bad idea. <laughs> I can appreciate your point of view and agree. Listen, listeners in Europe, break all of your feet. Don't. Right, right, right. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Dragons does not, does not condone the breaking of feet. Do not break your feet. Recreationally. Brian, humans can't unscrew their feet and screw on other feet. They're stuck I mean, with hey, the same feet. Yeah, you, you have try. wheels. That, that, that's not the same thing. <laughs> have Oh, I have not tried. Boom. <laughs> Dear, I have. It doesn't work that way. I mean, Inspector Gadget, it worked for him. He was he half robot. Was a robot. What? Was he? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a person to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have fun. Something something happened while I was living in Los Angeles. Where um, it's coincidental, but I think it's around the time where I started making a little more money. Where I started caring about my shoes a little more. Uh-huh. Before that, I was all about the slip-on Vans and the Converse. I was just like, just give me one of those. I'm good. I'm just going to wear those. Um, but I think I think I started caring a little more about my shoes and my sneakers and stuff like that. And I'm not necessarily a sneaker head that, you know, that some people would say. But I, I uh-huh. do own a, a pair of, like, you know, like, good-looking shoes. I think as long as you're comfortable, like, with what you're wearing and you're, um, you're like, comfortable with the way that they look on your feet, I think anything goes. 
Yeah, Brian, um, are you here for like the structural, the structure of the foot, or for the appearance of, of the shoe? I mean, like I, I, also, if this for? if this diverts into a new podcast, I suggest we call it Soul Searchers. <gasps> okay, or <laughs> or it could just be a podcast within a podcast, and this Fair. is this is Soul Searchers, our podcast within a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Uh, no, for me, I'm actually for just... For entities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually just wondering what your guys is, you know, what, what you guys look for. Because I know what I look for, but I'm just wondering, like, should I expand what I look for? Oh, you know, well, should I well, expand? I like to buy yeah. a pair of sneakers when I go away. Like, I always like oh, to buy okay. a pair of sneakers wherever we go to someplace new. And mm-hmm. I've a had, which, which has worked out really bad for me in a couple of places because <laughs> I, I fell in love with a specific pair of sneakers in Japan called the Buddies. And they are mm. they're I like really ridiculous looking shoes. They don't need to be like really fancy. They just need to be in like the the weirdest colors, the most bright color possible. Oh, I love and that. I fell in oh I fell in love with these sneakers. And they're they're sustainably made. They're made by a small company. It's like it's an actual like cobbler company that makes them. It's really cool. Yeah, they're made mm-hmm. in Japan. They're made in Japan, and it's really awesome. And they had like a few stores the first time we went. And so what, for the next couple of years, I would look for another pair of sneakers in a different city from that same brand and it was really and they were all their shoes were named after dogs oh so like, it was really cute. amazing so right i was really stoked and they, it was really cool and then i found out you can't buy them outside of japan and then when my first pair finally started to die i was like it's okay we're going back in a month or two i'll just buy another pair of shoes it's not a big deal they all closed uh, no all, all the retail all locations one, all the retail locations <laughs> closed so then we were there. We didn't realize that until day two before leaving, so I didn't have enough time to order a pair online to have them shipped to our hotel. Oh! So then I couldn't get a new pair of shoes. I was so mad because I beat the hell out of my first pair of these. You did. I destroy <laughs> sneakers. Yeah. But they last like two years. So oh yeah. I, I was very pleased. They did. Am I allowed to have a second suggestion? Absolutely. Go for it. Because I just remember, and I'm so ashamed that I didn't mention this first. Is my my grandfather worked for Hanover Shoes for like forty years, okay. uh, and they're a really great shoe company. And they were bought out by Clark's. So whenever we buy like like I buy the Incos for my jogging shoes, but every other shoe I own is like a Clark shoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, is they do like the classic cobbled shoes. So if you want like a leather shoe, which is mm. very like in right now to have like your like regular it. shoe be like a nice leather shoe, they last a really long time. Mm-hmm. Again, you can get them cobbled. Uh, back together they have some good if they have shoes some, but they make some like you really, hold it you're really like good that's shoes. that's a shoe and they're very <laughs> comfy too. you could some of them even still have the nails in the bottom of them which oh, is yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that you know oh, yeah. shoes yeah. yeah those are good i like it if like there's them. a zipper in that shoe like it's gonna work forever till that shoe dies <laughs> like it's gonna be because sometimes you get a good shoe bad zipper true yeah. it's very true I, I recently picked up a pair a two pairs of uh sneakers that were vegan just because I, I it was like vegan leather how they was, taste they i haven't tried them yet <laughs> uh, I, I don't usually tend to put my foot in my mouth too ah! Ah! Zing, 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 zing. close up shop that's how it's now done ryan <laughs> damn it <laughs> hey listen this is why i married her okay, okay. Um, um, ah. <laughs> you're a robot you don't understand puns <laughs> so i i do find that uh, i've been branching out to that like trying to see if there's other other shoes that I like as much as I like my buddy sneakers and because th- they looked very similar uh, for a company named Flamingo I believe is the name of them Ooh. and thus far they have survived a good four or five months and they're doing okay nice. uh, they're not destroyed I haven't been able to break through the, any of it none of the glue if there is I don't think there's any glue I think everything's sewn together still nice. so it, it, so far so good I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll update you guys in about six months when Thank I've you. destroyed the rest of them <laughs> and make sure to tune in next week for Taste of Dragons top 10 video game shoes of all yeah. time yeah. oh yeah uh, <laughs> next week when we talk about socks <laughs> uh, Brian if you're looking for shoes I, I have an idea it just okay. just came to my head 
You work at a school. Yeah. Imagine the clout you're going to get if you get a pair of Jordans. <laughs> Just yeah, get for, a pair of Jordans. Do you still care about that? I totally thought you were going to tell him to be a kid's bully and to make their sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> that is also the, the I, first thing I thought of. Yeah. I was like, oh man, who's else going to no, tell Brian to beat never. up a kid for his lunch money and his sneakers? <laughs> Joe, this is not good. That, that makes us the terrible people. <laughs> It just shows you how much I've changed as a person that you guys would have said that about me. Because there is a time in my life where I've been in like, yeah, just steal a kid's shoes. Come on. <laughs> you know, if I was if I was in a different like school, I could be like, hey, give me your shoes. I'm going to write you a referral. And these kids are like, no, write me three of them. I don't care. I want to go home. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Taste of Dragons does not no, condone breaking their, your feet or robbing children. <laughs> yeah. Or referrals. Well, I mean, don't use listen. that as a way to go home. No. No, 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 please don't. Uh, I'm going to let you guys know what I look for in shoes. I need wide Ooh. shoes. I need wide sole wide shoes. Wide shoes. Yes, because if they're not, mm-hmm. like I can feel all of that shoe on my foot. That shoe is... Isn't that the point of a shoe? No. Okay. You... <laughs> Everyone's feet are different. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise my my toes are scrunched. Like they're like they're scrunched in. Uh-huh. Okay, so if, you're, oh. if your shoes were like jeans, you would be looking for like just like the regular like relaxed fit. A loose okay. shoe, relaxed fit. Yeah, yeah. So you're I don't not need the Jinkos. I just need. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need okay. relaxed. Okay. Yeah. Got I just it. Okay. imagine Jinko shoes, and it's not okay. <laughs> They're like They're like clown shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Google that real quickly because I'm almost positive there have been Jinko jeans. What? I mean, no, there no, are no, Jinko jeans. Jeans. shoes. I should say. Oh, Jinko shoes. You think they're denim? Oh my God! There are Jinko shoes. Nice. Oh, these what are terrible. we doing with our lives, friends? I have no idea. Uh, we're, we're talking about shoes on a video game podcast. That's what we're doing yep. with our lives currently, Joe. For, for those listeners who might not be old, Jinko is a company that used to make jeans. Uh, yeah, we're talking like late like 90s. The 90s. So everyone below 30, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Funny enough, a teacher at my school today was wearing Jinko jeans. A teacher, mind you, was wearing Jinko nice. jeans. She today. probably got them at a vintage shop. <laughs> Jinko became Bringing super retro about five or six years ago. They did, and oh, they okay. actually brought out a new uh, line of them. We used to see kids in the store actually with them oh, that cute. were. It was like kind of like a, a cool retro style thing. It was just like. Right. No, no, this was not something that was good then. It's not good now. I don't want to sound like an old curmudgeon. I love Jinko jeans. They're very fun looking on other people. Like, have you ever actually had to wear a pair of those? You're dragging around like 40 pounds worth of denim with you. I, I can't judge. I, I constantly dress like I'm from the 70s, so I'm sure people from the 70s are like, Marr, in my you, day. Well, boot-cut and bell-bottom jeans are fantastic. I disagree. <laughs> that is nothing wrong with those. If you Google Jinko shoes, there is a picture of Hulk Hogan wearing Jinkos. <laughs> that's that's internet at its, at its perfection. That's also it 90s is. at its best. It is. Oh, it yeah. Is. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that will do it. Uh, Troy, did you did you have any any hot tips for me? Yeah, man, just be comfy. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Get Thank your white you. shoes. Yeah. All right. Get your white ass shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, so y'all, uh, thank you so much for answering my question. You know, uh, Brian, I will I will update you on my shoe purchase at a later date. Please do stay tuned for the next episode of Soul Searchers, <laughs> a podcast within a podcast. Uh, but Brian, I do have a very important question for you, buddy. What's that? What are you playing? Oh, thank you for asking. Because this week I do have a game I I would like to talk about, and that game is called Lost Ark. 
Um, this is a game that released uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So you could say it's a new release. Yeah, it's been so long since we We haven't that. done that in a uh, while. We really haven't. <laughs> we're just playing old games over here. We, we were. No, we're just finishing games. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, this game came out, I want to say, February 22nd, um, which was a Friday. And uh, this is a game I've actually been looking forward to for like three years. Um, it came out in South Korea uh, back in December 2019. Uh, so it was a Korean-only oh. release. Uh, there was no translations. There was no nothing for it. Okay. Um, so if you wanted to play it, you had to learn Korean. And uh, one of the one of the uh, streamers I used to watch, he did. He was like, "This game is amazing. Uh, I'm going to start learning Korean." <laughs> so like, he started learning Korean. Challenge and, accepted. And there, like, <laughs> there was like uh, news outlets that were writing articles on him because they're like, "Hey, look at this guy. He's trying to learn Korean because he likes this game." <laughs> I looked up like the Korean alphabet because I was like, oh, that's a good language. We'd love to vacation there. That language is very different than ours. Yes, it is. Like I went through like the first Duolingo lesson and it was like, say it like this. And I was like, none of those sounds want to come out of my mouth. I'm going to need more time with this. Yeah. 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 It's definitely like difficult. Yeah. I have such admiration for people that learn uh, any of the languages like Korean uh, Arabic, Especially quickly. Like, Some people just like yeah. you give them a thing and then they're just, oh, yeah. it's yeah, just like not Japanese me. is in that. Like uh, I, I learned French aside from like Spanish and English because it had the same letters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it maybe it maybe had a squiggly under a C at some point, but that was it. Agreed. Hard agree. <laughs> so props to that guy is what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this is a game I've been looking forward to for a while. So when Amazon announced, I think it was during last year's E3, that they were bringing it to the West. Uh, they were going to bring it to Europe and to the United States. I was like, sweet. I'm looking forward to this. And then, it, you know, there was a pandemic do, and everything. So it got delayed a whole bunch. <laughs> do people still say the West? Because it is... It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They do. When talking right. about where games, whether okay. games are going to or from, because yeah. it never made any sense to me. Because the world is a circle. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're okay. looking at like the old map. Okay. Where yeah. People are basing okay. those. Yeah, directions. you're looking at you know what's in your what's in your geography book, and it's okay. like you know everything to the east and we're to the west. I'm just saying, it probably depends on where your geography book was published. <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> that is very true, actually. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent. No worries. Well, I mean, you know, the, the tangent from off of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, geography books usually have whatever country you're in in the center. Yeah. That's very true. Mm. Uh, so yeah, this game uh, actually took like $85 million to develop to begin with because oh they included so much content to begin with. <laughs> Wait, wait. I watched that guy play for a long... That's an $85 million game? Yeah. Well, it came out years ago. Yeah, it came out three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they spent... They put some money into this game, and it definitely shows. Uh, there's... The animations are beautiful. What, what um, is this? Uh, so, the, so yeah, so this game, I should probably tell you. Yeah. Uh, so, this game, <laughs> you know, this game I've no been talking about to, for a little bit. What to hold in my imagination. Yeah, so this game, this. okay, so imagine like uh, Diablo or... Um, or like League of Legends, one of those types All of right. games. Making a party, clicking. dungeon yeah. crawling, fighting things, getting loot. Yeah, you have you know you have your your quick keys that they each your hero has uh, different skills fantasy, that you can use. Fantasy, sci-fi, modern. Uh, this is a fantasy, 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 definitely. Um, and it is it is one of those types of games. But imagine like a Diablo or League of Legends, but like an MMO. So it is a yeah. consistent world. 
Um, is, and isn't Diablo an MMO? It is, but it isn't. It's not a persistent world. Okay. So you you jump from oh, world okay. to world. Okay. Yeah, it's not instanced. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's one of those types of games, and it is just chock full of content. I I have so far put about 140 hours into this game, um, and I am uh, so there's different tiers. Once you get to the end game. Uh, which is level 50. There's tier one, which takes you a little while, tier two and tier three. I you like, like creating a character here. Yeah, you create you a character. It's like a class. You, you create a character and uh, you choose your class. Okay. okay. And it's like yeah. third person or top down? It is top down like Diablo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those types of things. You click uh, in order to move. Okay. Um, and you have your different skills. Uh, Did you give your character a mohawk? Close. Oh, Brian. Close. All I right. gave it. I gave Frohawk? it a. I gave it a flock of seagulls. <laughs> what? Nice. Okay. Flock what? of seagulls just haircut. A, just like a bunch of birds on the head. Just feathers. Have you, have you never heard of a flock of seagulls? Don't fix this. Let that stay. Okay. Let that's exactly what it is. I'm thinking of the band. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Not them. Not the band. No. It's okay. like a bunch of seagulls. Yeah, it's just the seagulls. Oh, yes. No, you're just. Good. Yep. You're good. Right there. Leave that one alone. Robot, don't fix that. Just a bunch of seagulls on a head. Go. Okay. But done. But yeah, you create a character, you go through a story. Um, I don't care about the story, so I did a whole bunch of escapes during cutscenes. Okay. okay, that <laughs> what what little I saw of the cutscenes was beautiful. Okay, <laughs> what? Oh gosh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Some people play for the story. I do not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But doesn't doesn't it just become zeros and ones at a certain point if you don't play for the story? You said that, that wrong. It's it just becomes zeros and ones. <laughs> right. Once you, I mean, that, I don't know what that what that is, Mando. Okay. Could you explain okay. zeros and ones to me? I can't. I can't yeah, fathom right what those are. There's there's a theory that every video game is secretly a clicker, but but and that just becomes more and more true when you take it is. The, when you take the the story out of it because then it's just like okay I have to click six times for this monster to die yeah. and then I get something it makes it so I only have to click three times before this monster dies and then eventually <laughs> like the game clicks for itself uh-huh. yeah and, and I whenever someone's like yeah I don't listen to the story I was like then how do you distract yourself from the fact that it's just a clicker okay, okay. All right, please continue. <laughs> The thing is, you're not wrong, but I would love to see a food fight about that. Ooh. Done. Because I don't even know what side I would take on that. It's so full of everything. Sorry if I just ruined video games for somebody. Not at all. You collectively heard like half of our listeners just like press pause. What? And just, what? Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. Stare into the middle distance. Wait what? a second. Rethink their whole childhood. But Brian's into that. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, I am actually because because I'm into the Diablos because Diablos there is like a story, but once you get to the end, you're just it's like a loot collector. Yeah, there's yeah. no you're just going in killing the same enemies and you're getting out, mm-hmm. which is kind of what the end game of this is as well. Uh, but on top of that type of that type of gameplay, there's they have like different types of modes. So you have like your uh, you're going to a dungeon, you kill a whole bunch of things, you get your loot, you're done. Uh, they also have another mode where it's kind of like Monster Hunter. You go in. There's just one boss monster that you got to kill. It goes to different zones in the same map, but you don't know how much health it has. Okay. So, okay. so you're just attacking it, waiting for it to die. Okay. And so one of the things that I love about that is that your party can wipe. Like you only have a certain amount of like revives. Uh, so if your party wipes, it tells you how much health the enemy had left. Oh, no. Uh, one of the, the worst one I had was we all died and it had 2.2% left. Oh. <laughs> and it was when I was like, ah. 
Uh, some guy Dang. I saw was 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 battling it. They died. It was at 0.2 percent. Uh, but they're quick battles, though. I mean, like, you know, it's like five, ten minutes. It's not like, oh, okay. it's like Monster Hunter in. where it's 50 minutes long. There's a time yeah. limit on it. Yeah, you Got feel it. that loss. Oh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, if you lose a Monster Hunter, you have to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Go eat some ice cream. Right? <laughs> it's, it's all gone. It's, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the great thing. So, like I said, there's, like, different tiers. There's tier one, tier two, th- tier three. And as you progress, you unlock different monsters. You unlock different uh, uh, dungeons, different mechanics as you go along. And they're all unique. There's no reusing of assets. There's no... Uh, hey, look! This is this is doing a swipe. Now this one's doing a swipe as well, but it does more damage. Not, not six different types of oozes and six different yeah. colors. This hey, is look. poison ooze, and this is freezy ooze, and this is fire ooze. Yeah. Hey, look! This is Ken, and now you get to fight Ryu. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not Aww. that type of thing. Um, and yeah, it's chock full of content. It's um, it's kind of gated, so you can only complete them all like twice a day. So, so you're not, you can't just endlessly run the same thing. It's like, Hey, look, you ran your twice things. Cool. Now do something else. We have a lot to do. Um, and yeah, I find myself playing it probably about, I want to say what, maybe like two or three hours a day at least, Joe. Oh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm constantly doing stuff that entire time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a fantastic game. It's completely free to play. You don't need to put any money into it. Mm. Um, what are you playing it on? Uh, I'm playing on PC. It's PC only. So I think it's actually also Steam only as well. Ooh, okay. Take that Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing you can't have. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it also hasn't like dropped off in numbers. Like even weeks on end, it's still at roughly a million players every single day concurrently playing this good. game. It sounds like a fun, a, a, like addictive, but in a good good way. Yeah. Type of uh, game. It, it absolutely is. And you can 100% play it free to play. There's not like a, oh, hey, look. If you put money into it, yeah. you could get all this stuff. Not really, no. Like, I, I think one one streamer put. I think he, I, I think it was Shroud. I think he ended up putting like five thousand dollars into the game <laughs> to jump up, what? like to basically skip two days worth of of grinding. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that Shroud money right and that's, there. And that was just Dang. like, and, and everybody makes fun of it. Like, really? <laughs> I spent, was it like, worth it? Yeah. Two dollars on a cosmetic, and I feel bad for a week. Right? Shame. 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 But that's the thing. Like, you can put all this money into it, and you skip two days. Like, really? Oh was was gotcha. is it worth it? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. was, it, was it worth it? It really is not. So yeah, pick up oh, the cool. game. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, you're either you're definitely gonna either really enjoy it or really not. If you enjoy a Diablo game, you'll probably like it. Lost Ark. Yeah. What kind of sandwich oh. is this game? Oh Ooh. man. Obviously, it's a free sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely a free sandwich. Uh, but you could definitely uh, uh, pay for some add-ons. You could definitely pay for like a very okay. cute toothpick to put into it. <laughs> you know, to hold your sandwich together. You know, okay. you could pay for a nice little trolley. For it to like wheel you over. Oh gosh! Hey, it, you could you could. They have pinatas in this game that you can ride as mounts. Oh, like it's amazing. You're speaking my language now. I know pinatas. I am. <laughs> yes, pinatas that you can ride. You just uh, Joe is now a thousand percent in, and I am now a thousand percent out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Can, are there cars in this game? Can you smash the pinatas? No, with cars? there's no cars. There's oh. no cars. Okay, I'm, I'm less enthused. I know. I know. <laughs> I was trying to stop at the pinatas, Joe. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. I would. Man, this is a. This is just. I don't know. What's a fun sandwich? Like. Like a fun, almost endless sandwich that you can go back to day after day and not get bored. Bologna. Uh, bologna? I had a bologna sandwich today. I'm going to say bologna. Yeah. Bologna. Oh, sure. Peanut butter and jelly maybe? Nope. No. Bologna. I, I can do that as a treat. I don't know if I could always do a PBJ. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I, I don't like bologna. I don't, know if I, could, I don't know if I could always do a bologna either. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Well, then there's something wrong with you because bologna is amazing. We, <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Really? Can we, you said unlimited or like endless. So can we make yeah, endless. a sandwich out of like the unlimited breadsticks at the Olive Garden? <laughs> Yes, because everything's a sandwich. Yes. Agreed. You cut, you cut one of the breadsticks in half. Yeah. You don't even have to. <laughs> you Joe's just stack face. two breadsticks on top of one another. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How much bologna is in between those two breadsticks? You know, you don't as have to eat the want. bread, Joe. It's, it's you can a bologna sandwich. <laughs> if I was going to eat a bologna sandwich, it has to have bread on it. Fair. If I wasn't going to do that, I was going to eat bologna. I would just go eat bologna, <laughs> which would also be a good choice. Uh, which is a great choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say it's a nice bologna sandwich in between uh, Olive Garden breadsticks. You are not Fantastic. selling me on this. No, I know I'm not. I'm back in. <laughs> I was so back in, in <laughs> until the breadsticks, and now I just that sandwich is not touchable anymore. And it also comes with uh, endless. Uh, Soup and, and salad. Soup and salad. Yes. You have well, soup hey, that, salad. that salad's fire. It I don't is. care what anyone says about you know, Olive Garden. The fire. That salad well, is you fire. Know, you know what I hear about the Olive Garden is I hear that when you're there, you're family. Oh. <laughs> it is the Fast and Furious of restaurants. You, are, you guys are slowly killing Joe. <laughs> uh, well, awesome, Brian. Appreciate you bringing us up to speed on Lost Ark. Yeah, you're welcome. And Check thank you out, for asking y'all. questions about the actual gameplay of it, because I would have completely skipped over it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but what, what's, what's happening in the news today? Um, so last week, we, we talked, uh, we dedicated our episode to highlighting Ukrainian developers. And as you all know, uh, that conflict is still going on. And uh, we wanted to continue to highlight Ukraine, take a, a little part of a podcast to just uh, shout out some more Ukrainian developers. Like we know this isn't about their games because obviously they have more important things than us waiting for their games or wanting their games to come out. This is just for you to go follow them and support them and send them some love on the internet. Um, this uh, company is GSC Game World. Um, they are the makers of Stalker, which was a first-person shooter that came out, ooh, I want to say five to six years ago. Maybe I want to say about that, yeah. Maybe a little yeah. bit more, yeah. Was that, uh, the one the interesting- that, was that the one that was like uh, in Chernobyl? Yes. 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 That's the very interesting thing about their game is that it took place in an alternate timeline yeah. is of in, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, pretty interesting game. I haven't played it personally, but I've heard good things about it. Um, and it's, it's stalker, and it's an acronym for something. I don't know what it what it is for, but look it up. It's it's fun. Yeah, there, there's there's uh, periods in between each one of those letters. Like, what is <laughs> that's a long acronym. <laughs> um, but this is but follow them. They're on Twitter at gsc underscore gw. Uh, they've been posting um, at just like the other companies we've talked about, uh, mainly to just help try to. Uh, fund some special aid for the armed forces of Ukraine and they have a lot of charitable foundations that are on their sites uh, follow them send them some love uh, donate if you can all that good stuff 
And if you haven't done this yet, I highly recommend going to Steam or GOG.com or Epic Game Store or wherever you get your games and just checking out your wish list. I think you'll be surprised at how many of your games may be developed by someone in, in Ukraine already. Yeah. Send them your love. Tell them how much that you enjoy their in. game. Check in. Oh, Send them some money if you can. I also cannot speak enough about everyone going to itch.io and uh, buying the uh, bundle for Ukraine. Um, it is $10 or however much you want to donate. The minimum is $10 and you get 900 plus games. Wow. Yep. Wow. So great. It's incredible. It is. It is. It is. Well, thank you guys for starting us off with the news on a strong point. Um, so. Last week, I talked about the Steam Deck and about how you could, you know... The portable PC. The portable PC, where you can actually... They're actually... You can order it now if you had, you know, appropriate pre-orders in. <laughs> right, right, right. And so, people put their orders in, and some lucky people were get were able to get it much earlier than others. Why? And by a very special delivery person. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Santa Claus himself, oh, Gabe okay. Newell... <laughs> Co-founder and president of Valve. Wait, was Make- it Gabe Newell dressed up as Santa Claus? I mean, I he need, is I just picture painted. Everybody for me. knows that Gabe Newell isn't real. Yeah, who do you think he is? <laughs> Santa Claus, right? Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, But yeah, he, you know, he's the president of Valve. He's, you know, they're the makers of the Steam Deck, and he actually personally delivered Steam Decks to the, some of the first buyers in the Seattle area. Nice. How, how many of them do you think were like, oh, I'm so excited? And how many of them do you think were like, please just give me my box? Who are you? Um, no, my DoorDash has. Are you my DoorDash? <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Are you my Uber Eats? I think if you were one of those first people ordering it, you absolutely know who okay. Gabe Newell is. Okay. Okay. Fair. Valid fair, point. Fair, fair. Valid point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were extremely surprised because you know they were, he was handing it to them, um, and so uh, some of the people it was like uh, one of the guys he was like. I, I had literally just left the house to grab some food, so my wife gra- got it. And was <gasps> like, "Hey, hun, you're some weird guy came by and delivered <laughs> oh your your Steam Deck." <laughs> That's so that funny. So cute. It was amazing. That's even better than you receiving it, right? <laughs> Yourself, fantastic. You wanted to take a picture? I don't know. It was weird. Hey, some, yeah. some weirdo showed up with your Steam Deck. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't even have like an Amazon jacket or UPS or anything. It was just some guy like here. <laughs> I hope there was a moment where he's like, yeah, I'm Gabe. Gabe Newell. And there was a long pause <laughs> as she stared at him. Cool. <laughs> Unless she, no, she said a weird guy, right? You said yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Did, I think it was like a weird guy, know. yeah. Okay. Or, no, or she didn't remember his name. Okay. <laughs> she was like, cool, cool. Like, Slowly okay. shutting the door. <laughs> My name's Melinda. <laughs> no, you don't tell someone that. Oh, you, you don't, no, no, no. She Someone's, was using a fake yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> it was also really cool because uh, some of the houses, he was like, hey, you have any roommates? And they're like, yeah, I got like like three or four roommates. So he's like, hey, here. And he was he <gasps> handed them extra, Get out of here. extra Steam decks. He's like, here, this is for them as well. I hope you guys Ooh. all enjoy what by proxy yeah, by it makes proxy. me a little salty as Great. someone who will have to wait longer for a steam deck right? right now i'm a little salty about yes. that but also joe. that's so cool joe get better roommates <laughs> right come on i needed to live in seattle for that i'm not moving yeah. to seattle move to rainy. seattle get better roommates <laughs> done <laughs> wow and, oh, and then on top of on top of all of this they weren't just like their normal steam decks he like upgraded them all to like the highest one oh. and they were all auto Autographed by him. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Well, the, right oh. on the screen. It's right a on the screen. Yeah, permanent <laughs> ink. What no, were you doing? It, no, it was actually it was actually um, a razor. 
He just did oh, it. He just scratched oh, just it in. <laughs> he engraved it. He engraved it. <laughs> With love. I can't even imagine where he would sign it that you wouldn't probably put your hands on some of it. Maybe it, it's sign the, the box. box. It's oh, the box, okay. yeah. Gabe the yeah. Babe Newell. <laughs> I mean, that's without question. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really sweet, though. Yeah, I think that was pretty awesome. And I thought that was... Yeah, like you said, it was very sweet. You didn't have to do that, and no. he did. <laughs> um, and then in some surprising buyout news, Epic Games has bought music distributor Bandcamp for an undisclosed amount of money. What, is what does ba- that mean? What does Bandcamp mean? Bandcamp. It's like, it's like Spotify, right? It's kind of like Spotify, but it mainly leans into indie developers. Yeah. Oh, um, that's they're like okay. They mainly, they're like, hey, we're the cool guys. Indie we're, music? Yeah, indie music. Yeah. Um, you, anybody can put their music up on there. Um, it's, it's the modern day equivalent of, hey, here's my mixtape. Pretty <laughs> much. Going, hey, here's my band camp. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Pretty much. Okay, so okay. it's kind of like SoundCloud yeah. too. Something like that. So the thing yeah. is that you can buy music directly from them and just directly from the artist. Oh, cool. okay. And they take a much nice. lower percentage of the, uh, uh, of the proceeds. And okay. then they also have Bandcamp Fridays where mm-hmm. they don't get any of the proceeds. Whatever oh, you purchase okay. from, from independent uh, people goes to 100% to them. This sounds like a stand-up organization. It yep. does. So it's What's interesting. Epic doing with them? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, what is Epic doing with it? Because, you know, Epic is a game studio, and this is an independent music distributor. Um, and so I know that Epic has been divesting they've also been doing a lot of things with Fortnite and trying to do things with that so maybe they're going to bring the music into Fortnite. who knows what's going to be happening with this which is what's interesting and kind of frightening maybe (laughs) i feel like there's a lot of synergy between indie music and video games yeah um so i I guess that being really natural both a way to diversify but also yeah and i see epics because they're so insanely popular uh branching out beyond video games if this Mm -hmm. is their way to start getting into music i can see them getting into making content for 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 tv or movies or stuff like that or maybe they just want thousands of creators to make new Fortnite music it could absolutely be it technically we're an indie (laughs) podcast so like could we go Uh on Bandcamp and like they put us on Fortnite? So we you, have one song <gasps> and it's 15 seconds. What if you Deal get you get into a car in Fortnite and it's just our podcast every time? On repeat. That'd be amazing. I would die laughing if there's a podcast channel in Fortnite. That would be so <laughs> funny. Why have music? You just have somebody just speaking. Yeah, that would be great. That would be so funny. <laughs> and it's just a random podcast just in the middle of it. Like yeah, you don't yeah, even yeah, get a yeah, chance yeah. to choose you, at no, the beginning. No, no, no. Just like just like you signed on to NPR and it's in the yeah, middle of a news story. Just you just gotta pick up the context of what just you got. Like Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> Sons of which they had a podcast in that. They did yeah, have a podcast in that. Watchdogs has on. a podcast and it's my favorite part of Watchdogs. <laughs> it does have a good podcast. They have a really in good Watch Dogs podcast. Legion. It's very yeah. funny. And sure, they do. I'm almost like, if positive. I'm in the car and that podcast is on, I will stop the car, stop the mission, and then just listen to the full podcast and then keep going. It is so good. Almost worth buying that game just for that podcast. <laughs> nice. I'm also positive that like Grand Theft Auto, since Grand Theft Auto Four had like an NPR channel on their radio stations that yeah. you can turn to, uh-huh. which yeah. I thought was oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, they absolutely did. Uh, this is this yeah. is our pitch to be in the next Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Put us in, coach. Put us in. 
We got it. We got it. We, we could be the family-friendly part of your Grand Theft Auto. Yep. <laughs> uh, but if you do want to, uh, if this is your first time hearing of Bandcamp, uh, Troy, you, met, you mentioned our theme song. Our theme song is actually written by Rhythm Bastard, who is on Bandcamp. The amazing, the wonderful. Go follow him. Go follow him. Buy his music. Uh, it's all on there, and he's he makes some amazing nerdy some bangers. Yeah. So it's and it's like really you made a song based on this property. I didn't know you could do it. <laughs> he did it. You want a song about Magic the Gathering? He's got you. Oh, he is so talented. Yeah, he's he's amazing. So yeah, check him out if you're on Bandcamp already, and if you're not, check him out and get on there. Uh, and then next bit of news: over 100 staffers at Geo Media. Uh, which is a media conglomerate which has websites including like Gizmodo, The Root, and gaming website Kotaku, among many others, walked out on strike last week for four days. Um, No new articles were posted during this time, uh, as the union was optioning for better minimum salaries, severance, and to have their healthcare be trans-inclusive. So after four days... They, they got what they wanted. Excellent. So nice. so they're back to writing articles. They're back to doing the things that they do. Um, so, Look yeah, good for them. Wow. Good, good for all of those people. That's what happens if you can form units. I was just not expecting it to go anywhere. Right? I've been <laughs> That's the story we hear all the time. Right? <laughs> um, you, think it's, them. you think it's weird when they go back in the office after striking? They're like, oh, okay. Well, that worked. Just Cool. Mm, you think yeah, they go back no, and they're like, like, well, that was fun. I, I feel like um, almost to a degree of... I think some of the management probably changes during that as well. Yeah. I imagine you go back and whoever was the one that made that <laughs> a possibility. Well, yeah, whatever that we're like... That person probably doesn't have their job anymore. Or they have been moved somewhere else. Because while the strike lasted a, a couple weeks or, or so... It was four days. Four days. Four days, yeah. Four days, yeah, four days, yeah. Uh, whatever's been going on has been happening for probably like four years. Yeah. Leading yeah. up to this point. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is... this is fun. Yeah, because they renew their contracts all the time. Uh-huh. Um, so this is... Their contract was up for the renewal, and they were trying. They were just trying to. They weren't doing what they wanted them to do, so they went on strike. Let your voices be hard. Yep, and they got their contract that they wanted. Uh, so good for them. Um, I know lots of people have lots of differing opinions on all of those websites, but regardless of that, uh, it's definitely together. amazing that 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 was able to happen with unions, and and you know, it's a good thing for everyone. Cool. It's good to be your own advocate when it comes to your working conditions. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and then final bit of news, Joe has a nice uh, news bit to finish the night with. Something that I found very awesome and weird throughout the course of the week to hear about. Uh, so, as we all know, Horizon Forbidden West came out a few weeks ago, and so did Elden Ring the week later. And Elden Ring has retained a very, very high score on Metacritic. It has retained a high score when it comes to journalists and the audience. Uh, Horizon has been beat up a little bit here and there throughout the the course of the few, last few weeks, and it has its its journalistic Metacritic score has dropped a little bit. Its audience score has dropped a little bit, and it had caused a little bit of like a, let's say like a little bit of a food fight essentially. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there were I, I will not name the developers, uh, but there were some developers that that were working on lots of other AAA games. Mm-hmm. And they were throwing a little shade towards the journalists that were Uh-oh. that were giving Elden Ring very high scores for certain items that may one would normally consider missing from a game. Um, one of the, the one of some of the great tweets were uh, some developers pointing out that the the UI was very uh, lacking, that the narrative form in Elden Ring was lacking. 
that the quest log was lacking, that the music was lacking. Um, there were a lot of great... So some, some teas being spilled was some, over here. Yeah. But a good amount of them were actually tongue-in-cheek. They were in good fun. Okay. Um, and some of them, though, were just very shady towards the journalists, and to- and they were kind of turning their ire a little bit towards... Uh, from software, developers, yeah. So it was it was kind of interesting watching people kind of jump on either side. It was kind of almost like you were picking a side based on what game you liked, as opposed oh. to hey guys, this is it was tongue in cheek at first, but like you know th- these are two. Oh, it's getting div- ugly. It's Twitter. Yeah, the hope. The internet doesn't understand discourse, and they especially don't understand sarcasm. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there was a nuanced like haha happening at first, and then it kind of devolved into just people being kind of like, "Well, that's because this game is better than that game." It's like that's that's it's okay. Yeah. Relax. They're very different games. They're not the same thing at all. You know, it's it's okay. I get they're both open world games. That's about it. That's it. oh, so people are trying to hold them to the same standard, that's, and that's yeah. where right. a lot of the shade was coming through because the developers that were throwing the shade, they were basically like hey we're getting beat up in the press and we're getting beat up by journalists we're getting beat up by the audience for for doing certain things in games that are kind of basic things you should have in games that should be better or 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 whatnot and journalists really did go ham on on horizon like they went hard on that game because the other one the first one was an amazing game this not this one isn't but they went pretty harsh onto this one sometimes expecting really expecting like a hundred percent of a game when there's no game that's going to please you 100% of the time. Right. And then, however, the same exact journalists would then turn to Elden Ring and start saying how great everything they did in that <laughs> game was. But these were the exact things they were saying Horizon should have done better. So so as someone who has experienced both of these games, Joe, mm-hmm. are they? is it like the problem where the journalists are are being critical of things in Horizon and then Elden Ring is doing the same thing and they're like, it's okay? That's correct. That's exactly what it is. That, that is absolutely, that, and that's where the the tongue and cheek shade started to be thrown a little bit by smaller. I say smaller AAA developers, but it was smaller ones. Yeah, they're still AAA. They're still AAA developers, <laughs> but there were smaller ones that were pointing out, like, "Hey, we're all getting beat up about this over here in the press." But you know, you guys are like, "But Elden Ring did this amazing thing." And they're like, "Yeah, that's not a good thing for everybody else. <laughs> everybody else got smashed for that." And you're being uh-huh. like, "Look at them, put them on a pedestal. Isn't this amazing?" A little bit of a double standard happening. Right. So it, it started tongue in cheek, and then it kind of, like I said, devolved into something interesting. I I huh. thought it was kind of it was it was really funny when I was reading about it at first, and then it kind of like as the week went on, it's like, yo, this is this is calm down. From software aren't the people that you should be upset about anyway. Mm-hmm. They made a game that's their own game. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah, that's what they mm-hmm. set out to make. Right. They made it. Yeah. Same thing right. with with um, Guerrilla Games with Horizon. Right. Guerrilla with Horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, they set out to make a game, and they, you, both games you are phenomenal games. You can't be upset that the pineapple isn't like an avocado when they were both supposed to be separate fruit. You're right. Like, <laughs> it's not. My avocado pineapple. isn't yellow whoa, 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 enough. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want some pineapple avocado now. Taste different now. Here's here's <laughs> my main question: When did the journalists find the time to pause Elden Ring and write about it? If my 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 thought <laughs> process no is you can't pause it. Game. Yeah, you cannot. That's true, and it's that's it's problematic. Yeah, Joe's playing Elden <laughs> Ring Very right now. Problematic. Uh, we, we should say we, we are going to have good coverage on both of these oh, games yes. coming yes. up. Yes. Coming Absolutely. up. We'll be going to do some deep dives on both of them. Um, 
But yeah, and also, when did they finish Horizon? That game's forever. Oh, both <laughs> games game. are How can forever. we even yeah. criticize I, they, that game? There's we, no end. <laughs> we've, also, we've also wanted to talk about like the, the schism between video game journalism and the length of video games now, and also like the effect of being a video game journalist on your opinion of, of video games. Yeah, we ran into that actually uh, today for a little, beh- a little BTS behind the scenes for you all. Uh, uh, Brian and I were going to talk about Horizon Forbidden West on t- t- this podcast but then we realize this game is hella long. Yeah. So we're <laughs> no. not going to talk about it till we have finished it or played way more of it. But journalism, but journalists don't get that luxury. Yeah, they their article had to be out. Yeah, it has already. to be out. They get a certain amount of time to get the pre-builds or whatever, or the pre-game, and they're able to they have to get that out within the week of the game coming out. And that would totally hamper my experience of a game if I had that pressure to it- like finish it and it's not just the pressure most of them are playing with the day one patch which most games nowadays yeah. have yeah. Yeah. so so they're playing a a product that most people aren't going to play because they're going to have the day one patch when it comes out so you know that's that was one of the issues they had with cyberpunk so, like yeah. what are we criticizing exactly what you know I'm, I'm, they're, they're going on based off what the developers are saying is going to be fixed with the patch but what if it's not Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. And then all and all of it's their opinions. Yep. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's, it's it's opinions, and that's all right. that matters. Yeah. Is that right. hey, I I agree with this person's opinion, or their opinion is close to mine, or yeah. different than mine, and I can base my opinion which is, off of that which information. Which is probably where the internet has a problem because opinions are facts when they're online. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Brian one of the things that was making me a little sad is that I listen to probably half a dozen religiously like video game uh, YouTube channels. And then there's another probably dozen that I listen to, not religiously, but if there's ever like a game I don't know about or a game I do want to know more about, I'll go listen to like a ton of other people talk about it just so I can kind of absorb whether I want to buy this game or not or if, I, if I'm interested yeah. in how it sounds. A couple of the a couple of the main channels that I like to listen to, they, they've they taken some very hard stances on how they feel about how Elden Rings is like the best game they've ever played in their lives and, and whatnot. And I'm not, I'm not shading anybody. If that's how you feel about it, hell yeah, get on with yourself, man. Right Elden Rings fun game. But they're taking that and they are directly correlating that Horizon is not as good a game because this oh. other game they like better. And you can hear it. It's not hard to understand that it's an opinion-based thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And if I, if, if usually they're news channels, though, they're not usually putting their biased mm. opinion oh. in on things. So like having them, when they were talking about this specifically, I was like, oh, you're kind of making me not want to listen to you as much now because you're... You know, like they're not the same thing. Like I don't, I can't yeah. even look at both of those games and go, yeah, they're the same kind of game. They're, they're, so they're just different. not the same kind of game. It's like saying, why don't you compare it to Doctor Mario next? Like really, like <laughs> yeah, they're just not the same thing. Yeah, they're different games, different yeah. genres. Um, I think uh, it also it, it, it also brings up this this larger topic of like comparing art, right? Because video games oh, are yeah. art, yeah. and yes. art is subjective. So like, right, what may be good for me may not be good for someone else. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I can compare a game like Elden Ring to, say, Dirt 5. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dirt. There's a lot I'm of sure dirt. There's a lot of dirt. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's a lot of dirt. There's at least five pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There, was, there, was a, there is something I thought that was a kind of an interesting correlation as well is that in the AAA community, um, what's kind of journalistically kind of being thrown around as good or bad is is sort of almost always negative, no matter what you do. But in the indie community, when developers start tweeting at each other, they're always trying to uplift each other and they're always trying to be positive. And it was one of those like kind of a direct like, oh man, like 
indie developers are just so wonderful. Like there, there's yeah. no if you if you have a game that didn't turn out as good, like they're still trying to uplift each other and help each other out, and like you know, it, it just every bit of the indie community oozes with positivity and like trying to be welcoming. Whereas here you got this that started off as kind of tongue in cheek, and then it turned into like, yo, we actually don't like this, and like, oh come on, AAA developers, you have enough of the sandbox. It's okay. You like, you have three three indie studios that all kickstarted their games for like ten thousand dollars, constantly tweeting and retweeting each other, and being like, man, I'm sorry you had a bad weekend. If there's anything I can, you come to my office. And then you have tri- AAA developers that sold millions of copies for billions of dollars, and it's just like one person said one mean thing about my game, and I hate all of you. Right? <laughs> it's silly. It's, it's just, silly. The internet's a silly place. It is. It is. Uh, so yeah, I think that will do it for this week's episode, everyone, though. Uh, that kind of, you know, I think it was nice. The internet's a silly place. The it's a good a good place. note to end on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, we're on the internet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We're silly, though. It's okay. Yeah, it's very <laughs> silly. We, we talked about shoes for 15 minutes today. We <laughs> Maybe did. a little longer we- than that. We take ourselves very seriously. <laughs> uh, so, y'all, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can always find us online. Yeah, make sure to check us out online. Yeah, on Twitter and Discord and Instagram. Uh, you can check us out at Taste of Dragons everywhere. Um, yep. We've been doing a lot of retweeting about you Ukraine developers, so if you, you're interested, check that out. Um, uh, if you want to know about Brian's shoes, you can check us out on Discord. I can't and wait to uh, breath. Yep. Uh, we got a lot of uh, silly images on Instagram. Actually, you'll hear clips from our show, so if you want to figure out what episode to listen to next, yep. check out Instagram for our show clips. Brian, Absolutely. can you... Uh, can you like go on like uh, Discord like live when you're buying your shoes, or can you do that like on TikTok? <laughs> could you? Yeah, yeah. Could, could you? Could you stream it? Yeah, yeah. I'll go live on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stream that live. I'm I, just gonna be in the comment section going wider, <laughs> wider, wider. <laughs> wider. Make them wider. Maybe I'll do it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if I, especially if I'm purchasing my shoes online, maybe I'll do it. Oh. <laughs> maybe I'll do it. That's good content. It's good content. It's great content. That's the only content we need. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it though? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, why not? <laughs> art. Listen, uh, Self just said art is subjective. Okay. 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 So. Yeah. Do you listen to the Taste of Dragons? Yeah, I really like their shoe arc. <laughs> it's a good shoe season. Arc. This is like a filler episode. If we were going to animate, this would be like that beach episode. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we need to take some video of us at a beach the next time. We need to make like filler episode content. Yes, yes. Cover of every filler episode. (laughs) Beach balls, catching things. Yes, I'm in. Done. Need an umbrella. Love it. But y'all, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. So on that note that uh, art is subjective, I will now bring forth my art piece, which is reading the Grand Theft or Gran Turismo 7. Uh, wait, wait, no, it should be re- Grand Theft Auto. It should be that one. I should <laughs> read the terms reading. and services for Grand Theft Auto? Oh, well, yes, now I have yes. to look for those. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast for everyone's taste. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, do you want to read the ingredients in this jelly belly dramatically? I feel like that's, the that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Sugar. Corn syrup. I thought you were going to go spice. Sure. <laughs> Everything nice. Everything nice. Nice. Contains 2%. Chemical X. Or less. <laughs>
banana puree. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ooh, well, maybe not right. for the podcast. Hey, put a little put a little English on that one. Right, this is getting this is getting this is getting spicy. Getting no one told No one told me how saucy the ingredients section <laughs> of a of a jelly belly package could be. Mm-mm. <laughs>